Hello, welcome to another episode of the Library Foundation Community Podcast. Today is July 29th. It's 2022. Do I need to say the year? No, I don't think I need to say you, the year. you might. We actually do have shows that span multiple years now. That's a good point. All right. 2022. Almost 2023. Not not quite close to 2024. Pretty far away from 2025. Episode 108, which is a magical number in many <laughs> societies and cultures. Away from 2030. Not far enough from 2030. We got Mediator did a thing, but did he do a thing? Didn't uh, do a thing. So we're going to talk about that and publicly shame Mediator. What did he do? Uh, we'll be talking about how he failed us as a community and as people individually. <laughs> we had a question on libraries Reddit that uh, has to do with how library functions. So I guess this is going to be a uh, how does library work episode, because damn it, I guess people still don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. We've had other questions. That, that's how that question made its way into the news this week. We've had other questions on the community, on the, the Discord community this week as well, about how library functions. So we're going to do a quick rundown because I'm sure John and I can do it in our sleep, like at this point. At this point, I don't even want to do it. I just want to link people to the wonderful reading material that we produced as the foundation, not you and I as the, oh, no, the marketing no. team. No, yeah, the documentation is good. I'll find that as we're doing Creator of the Week. First, though, before I kick it off to Sandra, who's not here, so we'll be a very quiet Creator of the Week. I want to remind everyone you can join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Library Foundation Discord server. And as I saw something in the general chat earlier today, just a reminder, don't come here asking if Library Inc. is hiring or if Odyssey Inc. is hiring, because we don't know. Don't care. We're not them. us. We're, we're the foundation. A little different. But carry on. No, Wait, no, who wants to do fine. Creator of the Week? I think uh, Troom's me, doing me, 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 Troom, me, me, Troom, oh. get on it. I, I'm excited for your <laughs> excitement. Do it. Yeah, I mean, I sound like Sandro anyway to you, apparently. So. Kind of. Y'all, you Brits. Not anymore. This week's Creator of the Week is at 3D Print. Wow. Um. Okay, so, yeah, they, they the make... The 3D Print General. Yeah, they, they make... Uh, yeah, the, the 3D Print General. They, they make... 3D printing content and and short stuff and reviews about 3D printing. It, it's about 3D printing, and there's a lot of 3D printing involved. Um, yes, <laughs> that's a good try. That you had, didn't actually look at the link before the show, did you? Uh, no, I did not. Anyway, uh, I yes. did actually. I'm I'm pleased to tell you that there is some interesting content out there, especially if you're interested in 3D printing and techniques which will make your 3D prints better and more effective, or ideas for things that you can 3D print. I looked at one of his videos, which was about making the magic, uh, the, the magic spigot, which is essentially an old school sort of, how can I describe it? A magical appearing thing with a levitating spigot. Uh, it's really just got a bit of a pump that draws water up through the middle of the flow that would normally be there. I'm really excited about that kind of thing. I enjoy it a lot and seeing that how you can make it and, and model it and put it together. It's that sort of thing that he does. And you know what? As creator of the weeks go, this is a pretty good one, uh, especially since they are technically the second creator of the week that got selected because the first one, because they weren't paying attention, had already won a previous creator of the week. Yay! But for winning creator of the week, what do they get, John? Uh, oh. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, oh, oh. oh, wow. Hose. You just got hose so hard. Uh, 50,000 LBC support on their channel for a week. So basically like a couple hundred followers. Because that's usually what happens when that happens. I like it. I like it a lot. And some mentions on 
Odyssey, uh, sorry, library. They do? Man, Creators Council has grown so much since it started. I don't even know what to do oh, anymore. Reddit. Reddit, they've got Reddit. They've got their own channel on library. Uh, yeah. They tweet. They do occasionally tweet. That's exciting. Yeah, there's there's Reddit stuff. Yeah, the Reddit stuff. I'm not sure how much activity we're we're really seeing. It's very hard to come up with a metric to say whether this um, is a good idea, but we're doing it. Okay. Well, um, luckily I I have access to some of the numbers, and it's uh, approximately no nobody, which I'm pretty sure is a it, it, yeah, it's it's a good enough audience. Ouch! Ouch! Oh my God! I do try to multi-post. I do tend to share whatever I post to the Library Foundation to the core library channel on Reddit. Try and get a little more promotion, a little more content, and a little more visibility. And if you are listening to the sound of my voice, and maybe you're just, you know, feeling like you you would like to be a part of that, you would like to share that, and you want a place to talk about stuff, go over to Reddit. I mean, yeah, Reddit's a dumpster fire, but there are other people who are also in the dumpster with you talking about stuff you care about, hopefully. Bring up some good questions, talk about stuff you're doing on the platform, link to your own content. You know the drill. Do cool stuff. Tell us about it. The dumpster is on fire, but um, some of the warmth is going to, to good places. Oh, that was very sweet. Yeah, I do like that. I was just going to go with, uh, but someone threw out some bread, too. So free bread. <laughs> We're crawling through dumpsters, eating people's thrown out food. Man, that is Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's still food, and, man. And there was a statement. That, those donuts that are only a day old. I mean, they're Get not bad there, yet. They're fine. Dumpster donut. Yeah, I think that's okay. And and it said, uh, at least it's not as bad as Twitter. Twitter is absolutely I a raging Twitter. dumpster fire. And I have been posting there a fair amount more recently for, for experimental reasons. It's going actually not as badly as you thought it You're might. You're curious? I, no, here's the thing, right? We talk about library as a distribution platform a lot. See, I'm making it tie in. We talk about library uh -huh. as a distribution platform a lot. And, we, and we've had questions about why isn't it used for like microblogging, like Twitter? Well, okay, so writing for Twitter is a very specific mindset, right? You have to break it down into chunks that are no longer than a specific tweet, and doing long-form content is a lot harder. In fact, you, you can't really. The, the longest reasonable thread that somebody will read is at best, you know, 10, 15 tweets in a row, and even then, that's, that's pushing the limits. So uh, like, you, have to, you have to think about how to express your content of, in a very different way. I find that challenge interesting, but I'll be honest with you, I've been taking my posts that I've been making and posting to Twitter and also simultaneously posting them to my, my library channel as blog posts. And I'm, you know, it's, it's, it just helps me think about things in a different way. It's not better, but it's different. Uh, have you have you ever heard of a a, a tweet longer? Yes, yes, I have. In fact, uh, I chir, ch c h i r r, uh, is that cheer? I don't actually know how they intend that to be pronounced. Anyway, that's what, what I'm using to to post my longer form content because as an editor, it just basically gives you a text field and you fill it out and you just write just like any other editor and it goes all right here's how it's going to be broken up as as post tweets and that it's so much easier to to compose long form content and see how it's going to look i love it um i dropped like 30 bucks for a year of subscription and i still haven't been canceled off of twitter yet so i guess i got my money's worth a year subscription to what it's free to to the tool to 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 cheer uh, not to oh, not to twitter gotcha. okay 
Yeah, yeah. they say yeah. they sell basic access because apparently there's a fair amount of network overhead. Makes sense to me. I got it. I'm curious though. What do you think about? Because uh, you didn't really answer the question. Could Twitter be, or could library be used for something like Twitter? No, it's it just there's too much overhead. It's and and I'll tell you why that I say it it can't be or or shouldn't be. Could it be? Yes. Should it be? No, because there's too much overhead associated with every individual post like and it's it's the exactly the same reason i don't use it to put like the the images for embedding in our notes well, up it's it takes too long there's no good interface for doing it it's just just a bit of a, a laggy well, mess. someone could build an inter interface for it sure and uh, i would love to consult on that have we had this discussion before many times i'm sure we have but it, yeah no the, the the thing with that is i mean first off it just it clutters everything else up um what do you like mean by that? To, what do you mean by clutters like everything else? Would you using up? the library desktop app and think you're about to like get into some like ooh, so, some some great reading like a, a you know a long you know, well long written form, article yeah. and you just see 140 characters? No, you wouldn't. Uh, well, also, I don't think that's how that would function. But continue. Um, I mean, it uh, also, would for the desktop app though. That's the thing. The, the Library They're as an architecture provides a stream, not not split streams. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's room finished. Also, uh, comments. How do you expect to handle comments in a decentralized way on, on libraries? Ooh, that I actually do know how to do. I have thought about that. What? How would you handle it? I, I think the comment architecture, It's all you need is a specially formatted like representation block where it links to whatever you're replying to as already has a unique claim ID. All you have to do is get that unique claim ID into the format and a uh, whatever you're using to read it with your client, whether it be web client or desktop client could recognize that format and go, oh, that's a reply to this thing and automatically link and possibly include it. Interface-wise, you could absolutely build a comment system that's based on just uh, you know claim content that only refers to claim content, and and do it in a way that would remain readable to other clients. But so I don't think anybody wants to. How how do you um, find said comments? Okay, you've you've opened a, a, a okay. Let's just say we call it litter. You've opened delete. Okay, and 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 now you've got to find you've got the, the clients. Right. The, well, the it, here's clients. the thing. Yeah. It would probably the the easy way to do it would be to uh, associate it with a hub, not necessarily embed it in the hub, but require access to a hub, and then build a database of those references as content comes down the blockchain. Because we're already building a database for Elasticsearch and all that other stuff. So, I mean, we're already building a searchable database of content, which is parallel to the hub content. Might as well, if you're going to do that, you go, okay, here's this other, uh, basically, index that uh, that refer that basically builds the tree of with, references. And then you, you use that to generate a view. With okay. how you're thinking of, of handling this, right? I, I, I think it, it, like... It probably would work if there was some way to get like normal clients to just like uh, kind of like ignore like claims like a, a tab or something because if so that that yeah may, maybe that that already work. happens yeah 
people ignore illegal stuff on their hub servers. People ignore ignore DMCA or ignore left and right. That's just ignoring claims. Well, so even the way it would, you could just set up a hub server that ignores everything but a quote unquote Twitter post, and the Twitter post would have a comment. specific metadata or comment, and it would have a specific metadata indicator that would say it's a short post. And then the desktop app, you would log on and you would be like, today, I want to look at short posts. So you switch to that hub server. And then the uh, the next day, you're like, today, I want to look at long posts. So you switch to that hub server. Or you it's... can have a, a hub that does both of them and your client goes, okay, I'm getting the metadata anyway because I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that claim ID. Let me do the filtering locally. There are a bunch of ways it could be done. Could it be done efficiently? Maybe. I'd have to sit down and actually think about it. But architecturally, it could be done. The problem is, um, as we've said for decades in, in the past, uh, I believe it's referred to as a, quote, simple matter of programming, close quote, which is... Uh, work and, and nobody wants to do that right but it's the the infrastructure there i think the only choke point uh that i can think of is every tweet gets put on the blockchain yes and that and we are and that and all, every comment would get everything cluttered. yeah 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 so, so I try to be try to be greg for having to to wait wait yeah, like like five minutes. Three minutes, every... if uh, three minutes on a, the average, up to four and a, the, up to five minutes, five and a half minutes. If you're really yeah, unlucky, and I'm always five, really five unlucky. Five minutes for your hot take to get through. No, yeah, who wants that? It's kind for of what? not ideal, wait, wait, and having to pay for it. What's the three or five minutes for the what claim to actually get registered by the blockchain so that other people can see it? Ah. Uh. And that's a problem. I mean, like that is that is an actual problem. It's it's well, a problem. Yeah, I deal Twitter with a lot. Specifically, like made to be fast paced, and then you just add a wait time to it. Yeah, maybe it'll make people you can't delete it once it's going. I mean, realistically, make, make people retract their stupid statements. You think realistically, you could use library like Twitter right now. I mean, go to Odyssey, click on the make a post. Post something that's as short as you like and then post it. I mean, like, nothing keeps you from doing that. It's just, I don't think there's an audience for that for that experience, given the competition of Twitter and, and, and Float and all the other places that are trying to do exactly that and targeting that experience. Library doesn't really provide a, a good holistic environment for that, and they can't really compete with that, uh, given the limitations of the protocol. Long form, however, both whatever video or text, much it, it's not as sensitive to the to the situation of not as sensitive to the situation of wanting fast turnaround in, in conversation. You're calling Twitter conversation. I have ah, had okay. many conversations, <laughs> no, no, actually. No. It happens. Uh, it's okay, because I wanted to come back to um, the comment on Reddit regarding community moderation, because it's kind of what we're talking about that's when Shroom brought up, well, you'd have to ignore some claims. Well, that's, that's what happens. So who today wants the distinct pleasure of describing how library works for the 1800th time? <laughs> it's Shroom's turn. We've both done it too much. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so which specific details do you want? In specific, I think we want to talk about how uh, the inter how does moderation occur as it currently stands. So yeah. when I upload something to library, can it be removed? Um, can which part it, of it be removed? Well, no, two no, parts. just answer that question. By answering that question, you'll describe how library works. 
the no. claim ID, the the claim that says you uploaded something to it, and the metadata about it cannot again? be removed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's yes, let's no, it can be removed. It can be removed. It can and can't be removed. The 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 content attached to a claim can be removed. Your title, your description, that stuff. No, you won't remove it because blockchain. Actually, it can be removed. Also no, it blockchain. cannot be removed. It might not be presented, it but it can't can be, be removed. removed. I gave it some thought. It can be removed. How, how can it be removed? I want to hear it. Because there is too few nodes. Like the nodes no, that's not. No, no, no. Even with viable. one node, it couldn't be so, removed. So that's not removing it. That's, do, the, do, that's do the system you, working the way it's supposed to. <laughs> do you control the nodes? Yeah, because it's not centralized. So in theory, it can be removed. There are too, too few nodes. I, I, I strongly sus suspect that one entity controls more than 50% of nodes. Oh, I have no doubt that more than one that one entity controls more than 50% of the nodes. So that's but... just, that's not, uh, that's how blockchains work. Yeah, the, the uh, blockchain but, itself. Uh, See, so John, we're in agreement. It works, so it can be removed. Yeah, exactly. It's how it works. So no, it, can it be can't removed. be removed. You cannot add a block and then make the checksum for the next block work while removing no, one block. No, you can manipulate any block if you have more than 51% yeah. of the mining yeah, power. You can actually Does anybody, anybody have more than 51% control over so the So highly likely. Slav is saying highly likely, but still, that's not the answer. Because you can't. Yes, you it's, still, it's absolutely correct. You, okay, if you perform a 51% attack, yes, you can remove content from the claims. But practical yeah, reality no, is what most people uh, care about. No, no, that yeah, is 51% attack is attack from side of miners, not from node operators. As your average Tom, Dick, or Harry, awful opinion and wants to remove it from library, are you going to go ahead and just try a 51% attack as your first option? That's my plan. <laughs> why, why not? Like, if you have the cash, why not? If you've got the cash, you're not worried <laughs> the, the about the library. Is, all right, you guys are really bad. The point point is, for a average user who's asking this question, how does moderation work? There are several layers to library. There is you, the poster, uploading something, and it gets a claim ID. The claim ID holds the metadata, essentially, and uh, points to the video, which is uploaded onto a peer-to-peer -peer network. Or the claim ID content. goes into a blockchain. The, met, the the content goes into the peer-to-peer -peer network. The metadata goes onto the blockchain. So when you go to look at something, you, the, you need to get those two pieces for it to function. So if the peer-to-peer -peer network doesn't host the file anymore, the content, then you can find the claim, but you won't get the content itself. Another way is if the claim is not served to you, the end user. So the way the claim gets served to you is either through a centralized process like Idacy or through a ideally decentralized process like just through um, something like the desktop app where you connect right. to whatever you want. So Odyssey has the ability to essentially censor, moderate, or otherwise get rid of content that they don't want on their front end on odyssey.com. All they do is not show you the claim. Uh, through their servers because when you connect to odyssey you connect to their servers that doesn't mean the content's gone that just means you can't see it on odyssey if you are looking for kids content educational content and odyssey is like we don't want to show that for some reason then you can just go to library.edu or whatever site does want to show you educational content where you get that stuff okay uh, so that's all there is to it so at the end of the day though at the end of the day 
you can always access the Naked Library protocol and uh, build all your own tools and host your own data as, as on the peer-to-peer network. And if you do that, it's a lot of work, but if you do that, your content can never be removed unless in lab-specific unique edge case, which is like not important to you because you don't care because you're a normal user. That's how that works. So there is no yeah, moderation or censoring to library, only on the front ends. The but protocol does not have support for that kind of interaction with content. Front ends, of course, who choose what to present, no matter what it is, they have, can control what you see. But that's always been the case. That's everything. It's not unusual. Yeah, so the difference, the difference between this and something like YouTube is when you upload content to YouTube, that content and its... Um, what would be a claim ID in library, but the, the way to access to, to find that content in the database is all controlled by YouTube. You've uploaded the video or whatever file to YouTube servers, to Google servers. And when you go try to watch it, you're connecting to YouTube servers or Google servers to find that file, which is also held on Google servers. So at any point, they can just remove the file from their servers and no one can access it. And you don't even have it anymore. This happens to a lot of people. If they don't have oh, yeah. backups of their content and Google deletes or bans their channel, they lose their videos. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and the main that's difference. insane. That is the main difference. Basically, so, also, if you have your content, if you are hosting your own content, if you keep a copy and you upload it through the desktop app, unless it is deeply infringing of something that uh, Odyssey just doesn't want, it, it doesn't matter if they forward it to someone else. Uh, you are hosting that content. So if someone else wants to see it using their desktop app, odds are good because the claim can't be revoked and you are serving that content yourself because of the distributed nature of the protocol, they're going to get it. It'll be slow. It may take a while for that content to arrive to them, but blocking it is very, very, very difficult slash impossible. Right. So the, when it comes to community moderation, I don't even know what that means anymore. I'm like not... you can build, anyone can build their own front end and moderate it. So it's extreme community moderation. Moderator, we're not <laughs> ignoring you. We're just going to beat you later. Hold on. We're in the middle of something. But yes, I don't, I'm not sure what they mean. I'm pretty sure they mean some sort of distributed moderation system, but, and I've said this before because we've, we've talked about web of trust systems and uh, I mean, other than that. But we've talked about distributed mo uh, distributed moderation through Web of Trust systems, and it, it really just comes down to a client needs to have implemented a mechanism by which it can determine what other people think of a thing and then provide uh, like moderation, either ranking or hiding based on that information. The problem is that decentralizing that is not something that's trivial, even algorithmically. It's very difficult to come up with a decentralized moderation system because how do you get that communication between, let's say, the people in this channel all have opinions about the content that has been posted in the last five minutes. How do you, as a decentralized node, build that consensus of what we believe? You know, that's... We're, we're really well, starting easier... to talk about a secondary blockchain protocol to carry that information alone. Couldn't you just make your own front end and put in place community moderation? Uh, how do you come up with the community moderation? How do you determine what should and should not be moderated? Uh, someone 
files a moderation request and then community members who are voted in by other members of the community determine whether or not to remove that. Congratulations, you just defined an entirely different protocol. Well, I don't think it would be a protocol. Just I mean, like, it is a protocol. You've described a means who's, who's of distributing decision-making. Right. It's a protocol. Out. Yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. A DAO, uh, man. A DAO does it. I mean, it kind of does. I mean, in a shitty way. But, yeah, it, a DAO, it, looking at the underlying mechanisms, it is a protocol. It's a means of distributing decision-making right. and coming to consensus. Yeah, you don't need any Web3 for that to work, though. No, like, no, no, no. You don't even need any Web2 for that to work. Yeah, who's who's in charge this month? All right, they're in charge. If you don't like their choice, be in charge next month. That's it. But yeah, that's how do you, why not use a system like AdBlocks import list from other users? Well, that's simple because why do you trust them? Why do you trust somebody else to make that decision for no, you? No, that's a great idea. So and the idea of library is um, anyone can upload anything through the protocol and it can't be removed. Right? We've already we just went over that. Yep. So that means anyone can upload massively disturbing or illegal content and it can't be removed okay so the, the second idea with library is that anyone can create their front end anyone can recreate odyssey mediator.com library.science anyone can recreate these in surface content but you're not going to i <laughs> i imagine you're not going to want to surface stuff that's going to get you uh in trouble with the law or maybe that's from, exactly or, what i want to surface or or just but it's Big concept, don't interrupt. <laughs> you're not going to want to surface illegal content or you're not going to want to surface whatever you don't agree with on your own portal, right? So that means you're going to have to go through and find all the illegal content and all the disturbing material you don't want to host on your portal and remove it. But that's a huge job. It's huge, so massive. The, the idea of having open source blacklists uh, is a very good idea that might streamline that. So. Maybe someone like, I don't know, let's just use an organization and no one speak after this. So let's say someone like the NAACP creates a blacklist. Wow. And then you get really? To, and then you get to go in and trust them as an organization. And it's like, all right, they're not going to, or they're going to ban any uh, content that doesn't align with their values. So you can just download their blacklist and use it without having to go find other content. And then if something gets through that, should not be on that list. Other people will post it on the repo and uh, it'll be updated. So anyone can host that blacklist. A library can do it. Odyssey could do it. The foundation could do their own. Mediator could do their own. And you just have communities working together to find illegal and disturbing content and remove it. So anyone can build a front end without having to do it on their own. It's doable. I just can't believe that you said NAACP and blacklist in the same it's like <laughs> phrase. Dear God. That's not even what I was thinking. I was wow. just thinking you guys racism confirmed. Damn right, Lav. You guys are politically on the other side of the spectrum from that. <laughs> so I just didn't want that to come up. I would not. Well, just, I just NCB, would not. Uh, what's that? What's that thing? I don't, I don't get that reference. What's that? I just, what? What is that institution? What is that? <laughs> wow. I just gonna. I'm just gonna keep put my hands in my pockets and keep walking. But I will point out, you could put your list of blacklisted claims on the blockchain. You could you could share it like any other content on library, as long as you had a client whether it be web-based or desktop, that could be given a list of claims to pull and use as the, the source of, of, of the, the list that it uses to sort. And on top of that, 
We also know that you can update the claim with a new, with, a, with an update block on the block list to point to another content payload so that you don't even have to change the claim ID to get to change the content when you get new stuff in that you want to update the list with. It could be built right into the protocol in the sense of it's just like any other payload. It's a problem for clients, but that still doesn't obviate the problem of somebody has to figure out what content needs to be blacklisted in the first place and, and what content goes through. And that's, that is actually the, the much harder, more complicated and more dangerous question. Well, it's the, the whole um, beauty of it is anyone can make the, those lists. So it's not just reliant on, again, you, compare, you have to compare this all to how Google does it. Google owns their own blacklist and whoever they ban is never on YouTube again. Oof, With yeah. a library, you can choose whose blacklist you want to subscribe to. I kind of, wait, I just, I just realized something. I just had, mm -hmm. I just had a brainstorm. Um, why, why would we only have blacklists? Why don't we just use that? Oh God, I'm going to say something you've heard me say before, but uh, if you were old and you used Usenet in the early 90s, you've heard of the tool GNU's, which was used for reading news. It had a score file. A score file contained not only things you didn't want to see that you wanted to bin, but also things you wanted to boost. It also gave, you know, uh, anything that matches this, I would like to see higher in my, my list. There's no reason we couldn't, like, why restrict ourselves to just blacklists? Just to have a full score file, and then maybe I say, hey, look, I really, I really trust John's score file. He's got a really good, you know, mechanism for, for finding good content. Let me take his score file, and let me take the NAACP score file, and, and scale them or put them together or somewhat. We, that's, that's a math issue. And then use that to generate my current score. And then I'll add on my own tweaks on top of that locally. That could work really well. It yeah, would I, technically be distributed. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting solution for the user end. But you would still have the problem of me wanting to host my own front end and not be responsible for hosting illegal for surfacing illegal content. Oh sure, absolutely. But that's different. So, that's a that's a hub that's a server issue rather than a user issue. Right. So so the server would still need to know the person running the server would still need to know which claim IDs to block to not go to jail. And then from the front end, the user could also choose to subscribe subscribe to that open source list, assuming it's open source. Or I really like the idea it's basically a web of trust, right? Yeah. Of of uh, scores on content and choosing whose mechanism to, to implement. I, th I so think I this has some possibility. Yeah. It's not trivial to implement, but I've actually heard way more complicated systems to, to implement that, that don't go nearly as usefully. The real problem uh, as, as things currently stand is that Elasticsearch is kind of, kind of crap. Um, I gotta lie, it's not really great for searching the content as it's currently presented and produced, and that's a bigger problem. I have no idea what you just said. Elasticsearch, you know, the, the search that's built into every hub that supports, that's what oh, really right. drives right. Yeah. the web interfaces and clients. It doesn't work yeah. very well. I mean, have you, you, ever, have you done Google. some searching? You cannot out the Google because they use AI for every single beat. Did you know, fun fact, fun fact, did you know that World War One almost started in Morocco? 
Yeah, actually, I knew that fun fact. Would you like to shake your Moroccos? It's such a good fun fact. All right. You can use it at parties, for instance. (laughs) So... So I think we've I answered the question from the ladies. <laughs> if you just walk around saying that or under your breath. <laughs> I mean, if you can find a nice Moroccan lady, that will go a long way. So quick, Shroom, are you here still? Shroom has Yay. abandoned. Oh, wait, no. Quick, one, still line. Here? Wait, quick one to two sentences. Explain community moderation. Sum it up. Yeah. Okay, so. Can- yeah, I have to hold your push to talk button while summing it up. Did we kill the mushroom? Mr. Rebooting. Shroom, Shroom is going to make rebooting. me go. Shroom is going to make me go in and cut out all those silences. Okay, so uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so 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 basically, right? Uh huh. The, the people who watch the stuff, right? They, they moderate the stuff. I think that's. I don't remember anymore. Uh, okay. I don't think that's right. All right. So really quick. The, the people who show you the... All right, two sentences. Once you upload content to library, there will always be a way to see that content. Or not. No. The, the moderation comes on the front end. So things like Odyssey, library.science, com all choose what content to show you if you go to their servers. That's basically it. Yeah, that's pretty so much if, it. And assuming want... that there's content available to be had because it's hosted by somewhere... And that is where things start getting a little iffy. Exactly. Once you, if you upload to library, which means you're using the desktop app, and we're going to assume you continue hosting it into the P2P network, you can never remove the content. The only way it can be moderated is through a front portal where more people might go. Like a lot of people go to Odyssey. They don't use the desktop app. That said, if you want community moderation, build your own front end and use community moderation. Or convince the people who are working on the desktop app to integrate your moderation plan, uh, that might be the the best slash easiest way to get anything to happen on that side of things right now, because that is open source and you can get involved and you can persuade people or see to it fancy lad. Either way, mm-hmm. that's about yeah. the only way I see it occurring. And it might've been three sentences, but I'm going to assume the, the so I put in there was uh, just a conjunction for the same sentence, and it was two separate clauses in the same sentence. So right. what do you hear? Oh, wait, no, what? <laughs> so now that we've got that done, let's talk about Mediator failing. Mediator, you failure. <laughs> Mediator, you're here. Do you want to explain what happened, or do you want to tell people when they can go see you set up a web instance? Yeah, I, apparently he said that he broke his channel, so it's not showing on either the current app or Odyssey. And I'm not sure how you can break your channel unless you push an update to the blockchain regarding your channel that you did not mean to, which means you screwed up. What I basically made is uh, just update the name. (laughs) What did you do? Because you asked me to kind of remove the gaming stuff. And now if you like go to the Odyssey, even on myditor.com, it's broken. You can't see any content. Actually, I mean, that's not true. On the search. They will show up on the search board, try open any claim. Uh, how did you screw that up? I updated the channel using uh, newest desktop app. I mean, how did, you, how did you update the channel? Did you just go to change the uh, descriptor associated with yes, it? Yes, uh, change, the, change the name and press update button. <laughs> how did that blow away the content? Now, now I'm curious at a technical level. Uh, 
because uh, basically there is uh, with newer version of SDK there is uh, upcoming change to the wallet stuff and hashing of the keys. So it basically like updated all my claims to the new format, which older SDK do not support. So it's showing like inviled. Okay, but for it's still like other SDK. If you use yeah, like is, the desktop, uh, which does just, have updates. Just I have two choices. One is like update every each claim uh, by hand with backup of the wallet or wait for Odyssey team and Library Inc team to update apps. I mean, that's uh, the problem is a versioning version incompatibility, right? I mean, it's just they updated the key, but they didn't keep the old key in the wallet. I assume the old key is still in the wallet. That doesn't go away either. I mean, the, in theory, the key is that same, just the hashing format of it changed. Oh, God. Does no one test anything around here? Oh, my God. Oh, Miko, the, the guy who is flexing at us, also says that there's a hacky way to revert to the old key format yourself. Hoorah. There's always a hacky way. I'm sure that it is... Uh, a bear, but I would refer people to our developer channel on the Discord because mm, that's interesting. Maddie, you tried the hacky way and it's gone. He's he's got to restart. Oh my god, it's too dangerous. Anyway, uh, short and one version. of you guys documented the hacky way so that we also know the hacky way. Yeah, I would. I was going to say we've got a good developer channel. I hope that the discussion of that happens over there for those people who are interested, because I'm sure it's going to be extremely technical and uh, probably involve dealing with the daemons directly. And as much as I like my goetic summoning and binding rituals, that, that gets a little deep in the weeds. Lex, explain to me the history of the term daemon. Daemon? I mean, uh, well, it goes back to Greek. It was uh, an animating spirit, and uh, which led to the derivative term demon um, in more modern languages, which are, are, are aspects of spiritual activity. You're going too far back. You're going too far back. Why is this a technical word in uh, computer engineering, software engineering? Ah, well, it actually is the perfect place to start because an animating spirit is basically what you have when you have a piece of software that's intended to run largely autonomously that maintains some process for you in the background. So you've basically summoned and bound a daemon to keep something happening to to update your mail server or you know do all the other things that daemons do in modern operating systems. So, um, you know, system operators are wizards. It's it's what happens. And we chose Damon instead of Demon because... Because we're pretentious. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, okay. Demon is used <laughs> almost interchangeably in most of the early documentation. Noted. Huh. Yeah. Interesting fact. All right. Well, yeah. folks can look forward to... Wait, 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 wait. Laugh. Do you see that's a fun fact? <laughs> I mean, that's like true. Commonly known fact, like it's not a fun fact. It's sorry totally not know. a commonly known fact. Like, I, I'm sorry that you don't know it, John, but like most of us do. Like, sorry. Most of you know it. Yes, it's common here. I'm sure. Do you do you know how the term bug came to be? Like, uh, we have a bug. Grace Hopper found an actual physical moth in the circuits yes. of one of the early yes. computers. That's Did it you was know a that, physical Jay bug. Ringo? 
Did you know that I did know a bug stuck stuck in a physical switch on a computer? Like, yeah. See, we're a bunch of damn geeks around here. Now, if you want to ask about, say, the original mechanics of Dungeons and basic Dungeons and Dragons from the Rules Cyclopedia, we probably have people that can answer that too. I will not volunteer to be that guy, even though I probably could. But yeah, damn geeks will listen to this podcast, and we love that. All right, and if any of you want to see Mediator set up his own web instance, tough. I mean, we we still do, but hopefully he gets his freaking channels fixed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we'll wrap it up for the day, huh? Because that's Pretty everything tired, we got. Yeah. I, th- I think so. That's all the news I've got. Uh, last week's episode was pretty good, so if you did not catch it then, please go back and catch it. I uh, can't think of anything that a Hive is doing that's going to be between now and next week. I don't even think the Gaming Hive has an event that's scheduled, though that D&D game that's being organized over there has had a couple of announcements. So if you're interested in that, go check that out. I'm doing some streaming of No Man's Sky during the next week. I will also be doing some streaming of character generation for a game called Five Five Leagues from the Borderlands and hopefully some actual gameplay of Five Parsecs from Home, if anyone cares about my work, which nobody does. Uh, John, what are you going to be doing in next week? Quick, make something up. Oh, make did I say that up. out loud? Uh, <laughs> make something up. Come on, man. I got, I got nothing. I can't even make anything up. I think I'll make some pizza at some point. Ooh, pizza? Chicken pizza or beef or pork? Uh, cauliflower. Oh, get the hell I don't out. know. I don't know what will go on top. Dude, it's tasty. It's oh, almost God. better than... Look, a pizza... Don't get me wrong. First of all, a good doughy pizza is delicious. But a pizza is really just a vessel for the things you put on top. So if you make a basically tasteless bottom crust, you're just eating the things on the top. I mean, you're it's right. Delicious. But ew. I actually would like have, a, a flavorful probably crust. have pineapple, yes. Yay, pineapple. I'm not the only one. Oh, it's fantastic. The, I love uh, pineapple on my pizza. Yeah. Surprisingly, Lex, I'll ask you before I tell you mine. What's your favorite pizza crust, like, uh, period, I guess? What's your favorite you pizza know, crust I... from a chain I would know about? Let's see. Um, okay, so first of all, I can't have cheese on my pizza, so you're already going to be horrified by any pizza choice I make. It's going to be informed by that. But well, white, what's that? Does white sauce pizza have cheese on it? Yeah, usually does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Carry my on. my preferred one. I really, for a while, Pizza Hut was really really good, especially with uh, the brushed um, garlic and butter crust. But Pizza Hut locally started shafting me on the toppings. And without cheese on a pizza, you have to have freaking toppings. You have to have sauce not dicking around. It has to be good. So they kind of went downhill. Marco's is another pizza chain. Uh, I don't know if you know Marco's or not, but that one's quite good as well. It's very difficult to find pizza that's good enough to eat cheeseless. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I could just lick the bottom of a Domino's pizza. Uh, you know, I don't think I've had a Domino's pizza. Weirdly enough, I don't think I've ever had a Domino's pizza. I should probably see if I can get them to make me a cheeseless pizza. Yeah, probably. You probably I, find a, a way to get bread. it for free, too. It's <laughs> a lot of bread. It is a lot of bread. I actually really like a good thin crust. It, just a real crispy thin crust is so good because I, I pile a bunch of meat and a fair amount of veg on top. I, I know you don't think about me eating veg, but, you know, peppers I've never and pictured you eating broccoli, right? No, no, broccoli. God, no. That's disgusting. As Why I'm going you... to sleep, I, mean, I, I just picture you eating full hams. 
Oh, that is right. Now that's correct. Mm, <laughs> licking the bone. There you go. Imagine that. Ah, uh, man. All right. This was fun. <laughs> See y'all next week. Next week, everybody, 2 p.m. Eastern. You know the drill. I won't be here on the 12th, but that's a couple of ways, a couple of weeks out. John will be here next week, right? I should be. Hopefully we have some stuff to talk about. Hopefully we have an artist of the week. And hopefully maybe we'll have some insider takes. Maybe John will just dig around and come up with something to talk about next week. That'll be right, cool. Maybe the, the SEC will be. No. Done. They said no. 48 weeks from the uh, summer judgment meeting, which was when? Like last week. Two week weeks before ago. last. Yeah. It's, it's, got, ago, it's no. got a month at minimum. Minimum. Yeah. End of August. All right. Because once that comes out. Either way, we're going to have shit to talk about finally. Maybe. Either like LBC starts getting listed on exchanges again and people start joining the community. I don't think that I don't think that's maybe actually going to happen. And I'll, and I'll... A GG like maybe. Yeah, exactly. And GG everyone. GG. I don't think it'll make a difference because we were just talking about the summary judgment at that point. We're not talking about an actual judgment. If it's kicked out in favor of the SEC, yeah, it, it'll probably be a GG message. Otherwise, it's just either it's kicked out in favor of library. I don't expect that to happen. Or most likely it goes to trial because the judge decides it's a finding of fact. And that is uh, that is what trials are for, which means another four to eight weeks at minimum, possibly yeah, much, much longer. longer than that. I doubt I'm like what possible facts are there? The SEC said this library said that. And it's. Well, okay. so the question is uh, the finding a fact of which is in line with, with law and what is allowed. That would be the finding a fact. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck, man. I wish it would just end already so I things can move forward. Like, I'm done. I'm done with this whole thing. I'm done with the way it's presented. I'm done with the the way that the crypto community is reacting to it. Like, every single thing is either the glorious rise or the hideous descent. It's like, guys... No, it's it's not even that meaningful. Just do something useful with your time, please, for the love of God. And you know what? I'm going to go do something useful and find Doesn't a bunch you? of DSI news to talk about. Ooh, that sounds, uh, that sounds all right. I'm going to get the podcast straightened up, and then I'm going to maybe do some writing. Who knows what I'm going to do tonight? Sounds fun. All right, actually ending now. All right, <laughs> everybody, we're not even going to have an after party today. I'm not even feeling back. We're going to be calling tonight. We'll catch you next week. And I hope everybody has a good time. Say goodbye, John. Bye. Say goodbye, Shroom. <laughs> <laughs>